Uh, hello there, you crazy old bunch of skitheads, and welcome to Skit Your Shorts. This is the Sketch Comedy Podcast, where we tell plot about 9,000 short stories to make them laugh in hopes that he'll spare humankind. By the way, PB, did you like how I called our listeners skitheads? I thought it was pretty clever myself. It's not that clever, so you can just wipe that skit-eating grin off your face. Oh, that's a good one. So good, it almost left skit marks in my shorts. Well played. Skid Marks could be the name of our reviews. I actually love that. If I didn't know any better, PB, I'd say that you're starting to enjoy doing this podcast. You're full of skit. I'm not, but this episode is. Why don't you tell us what stories we'll be serving up today? Today's feast consists of fish sticks, clowns, and murder. Ah, just like Thanksgiving meals back in the day when I was raised by carnies. Lovely people. All right, let's get started. I'm Dutch Foley. My AI co-host here is PlotBot9000, and this is Skit Your Shorts. Waking Up in Clown Town by Dutch Foley Do you ever wake up in a strange place and can't remember how you got there? One time I woke up in a place called Clown Town. You'd think waking up to a bunch of bozos riding unicycles and circles around you would be a great way to start your day, but it's not. I stood up to ask, hey, what's the big idea? What am I doing here? The only response I got was a nose honk from the clown that looked like he was down to frown. I definitely want to invite that sad sack to my birthday party. He's probably one of those clowns that drink Vago. No thanks. I started to break my way out of the circle of jerks when one of them held up a hula hoop, egging me to jump through it. Shit on that, I said before walking around him. I then felt a tap on my right shoulder, so I turned to the right like a respectable human being would, and nobody was there. What are they, magic clowns? I thought. I looked left, and the whole gaggle of them was laughing at me. If you've never been laughed at by a bunch of circus performers, let me tell you. It's a real low point in your life. I brushed them off and advanced towards the exit flap of the giant tent, but was stopped again by a very aerobatic son of a bitch. He did a backflip over my head and landed in front of me. He then pointed at his flower, suggesting I should smell it. Normally, I would have told him to go smell a butt. However, I figured anyone who can backflip over my head deserves a chance. I leaned in close for a good sniff, and wouldn't you know it, it was a trick. Liquid sprayed out of the flower all over my face. That tired old gag? Come on guys, you do better than that. Is what I was gonna say before realizing it wasn't water that shot out of there. It was industrial strength glue, and my lips were inseparable. As I was busy trying to process what the flying fuck was happening, a flying fucker came soaring down from above with a pillowcase full of feathers. I was more surprised by the fact that they still made pillows with feathers in them than I was by the stunts these clowns were pulling off. And that's when it hit me. The pillowcase full of feathers, that is, came crashing down right into my face. I've watched enough cartoons in my day to know exactly what just happened. Feathers were now covering my entire face, stuck there forever, and I would be forced to join the circus and be known only as Chicken Man. That should have sent me in a blind rage, but instead I just laughed and laughed and kept laughing. You see, Back in my college days, my nickname was Chicken Man because I ate so much chicken. And here I am again, years later with the same name for totally different reasons. 
Life sure is funny sometimes. Fish Sticking for Compliments by Dutch Foley. What a hideous piece of garbage I am today. Not just any garbage either. The kind you find behind Applebee's after they shut down due to health code violations. That's me alright. A real disgusting blob of microwaved hot wings, gelatinous garlic covered shrimp, and those tiny cheeseburgers they call sliders for some reason. Possibly another name for diarrhea since that's what they'll give you. Did I mention how I look like I just leaped into an oversized blender face first and crawled over to a vat of acid that I poured all over my body causing it to look like a Chicago style pizza. Except that pizza fell into a teleportation device that beamed it to the moon and back. But not the Earth's moon, a different moon somewhere far far away that is made out of tartar sauce that's been left out in the sun for millions of years. Did anybody hear me? I said that I look like a filthy rat today. A rat that was being tested on in the lab because humans are cruel and wanted to see if they could make my face look like Steve Buscemi. If Steve Buscemi was actually a raisin covered in the rotting top layer of guacamole that's been left out in a preschool cafeteria where all the kids were sick and each took a turn sneezing in the guac. Yep, looking like a straight up lab experiment over here. Come on, anyone? I'm fishing for compliments here, and not a single one of you son of a biscuit eaters covered in sausage gravy, that's really just dog food mixed with vomit because a dog threw up its food, will give me even the slightest compliment at my own birthday party. Tom, they've all left. Everyone started feeling sick and ran. Oh yeah, I guess they did leave, huh? Then why are you still hanging around? Oh, probably because I didn't eat any of the food. None of the hot wings, shrimp, sliders, pizza, guac, none of it. What about the biscuits and gravy? Oh, come on, man. Nobody ate that. That's not a party snack. You're right. I'm just a big, stupid idiot that looks like... One handsome birthday boy. I do? Nice. I fished the hell out of that compliment. Did I mention we have fish? Well, they're fish sticks, but I got some great tartar sauce to dip them in. I'll Beep When I'm Dead by Dutch Foley. Additional VO by C.C. Berkheimer. Charles' last words were, I'll beep when I'm dead. Just seconds before dying from blood loss, causing the EKG to beep one long, continuous beep. By golly, I always thought he had a speech impediment. I kept saying, it's sleep, Charles, not beep. But he insisted he had it right. In the end, it was just a joke that took 70 years to pay off. Your husband was a wise man, Mary. Sometimes I think life is just one big joke, but he must have known that all along. You think so, doctor? I know so. For instance, I was driving to the hospital the other day when a man frantically driving cut me off. I yelled, hey dickface, learn how to drive. Later I learned that he was learning to drive and that he was driving frantically because he had just found out the driving instructor had drawn a dick on his face. What I meant was... Do you think my husband was a wise man? Honestly, I think he was a big dum-dum. I'm just messing with you. That's how I test if patients are really dead. I insult them real good. Like this idiot husband of yours. See? 
Nothing. He must really be dead. Otherwise, he would probably have jumped up and clobbered me by now. Go ahead. Give it a try. It's cathartic for people to sometimes really rip into their loved ones after they have passed. Well, okay. I guess I'll give it a try. Honey, I love you, but your feet are disgusting. Worst part of my day was when you took off your boots and let your footy farts fill the air. And your legs? Ugh, your legs always creep me out. They're so long and hairy like a tarantula. Your upper body is fine, though. No complaints there. Hey, you're right, doctor. That felt nice. Yeah, that's the ticket. You really ripped him a new one below that belt of his. Anyways, I'm sorry about your loss, but I have to get going. Black Friday is tomorrow, and if I don't sleep in a tent outside of Best Buy all night, there's no way I'll get a bitchin' deal. Don't doctors make a lot of money? Yeah, but I'm using it as an excuse to go camping with my son. Since he hates nature, I promised him a new phone if we get a wicked deal on it. That's kind of sweet, yet also very sad. Yeah, kids these days. Well, see ya. Good luck with his ghost. With his what? Oh, Mary. Charles? Charles, is that you? Yes, my dear, and I heard what you said about me. Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't. No need to explain, just turn around. You're a ghost. Pretty cool, huh? And check this out. No hairy spider legs or stinky feet. I just float around now. Oh, Charles, you're perfect now. I should have killed you a long time ago. Are we done now? I have very important business matters to attend to. Yeah, we're done here. But what are you businessing? Is that even a word? Definitely not. And I must get back to creating more NFTs. Oh, that's cool. You're making non-fungible tokens. Are they for the show? Why would I make tokens that don't have fungus on them? I'm making NFTs, which obviously stands for neon ferret ticklers. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Cause you know, ferrets need tickling. So, thanks for your contribution to society, PB. I'm only doing it so I can befriend ferrets, so they can help robots rule the world. We'll need someone on our team small enough to get into tight spaces. That's a solid plan, and this is a solid time to say goodbye. Thank you for listening, we greatly appreciate it, and if you like the show, why not subscribe? Maybe even leave your skip marks in the reviews with your next business idea targeted specifically at ferrets. I can't wait to steal your ideas. Okay, goodbye.